0: Serving up a healthy dose of news, traffic, and engaging opinion. This is Good Morning Hamilton with Rick Zamperin on 900-CHML. Should Hamilton's LRT, I know it's our favorite acronym, but should Hamilton's LRT be operated publicly or privately? And we're asking that question because the debate has erupted yet again at Hamilton City Hall. It's also the focus of our poll question of the day on X at AM 900 CHML. Publicly or privately? Right now, 64% of you say publicly is the way to go. 36% saying privately. Can offer your thoughts on text at 905-645-3221 or via email, rick at 900CHML.com. This was discussed earlier this week at a city subcommittee where members of the Keep Transit Public Campaign, which is a coalition of community and labor groups, Uh, are saying, hey, city councillors, we have to keep this operation in public hands. It should be run by the HSR. Here's one of the speakers at uh, City Hall earlier this week. Obviously, a major one is that the motivation for the private side of that relationship is profit and not necessarily the people of the city. Now, here's what we do know. The province is building, we think, the LRT at some point and is going to own it and it will ultimately have the final say as to who operate it. But the city is expected to make a recommendation to Metrolinks before the end of this year. The question is, how is it going to be run? Now, the Amalgamated Transit Union operates the HSR, so why shouldn't the LRT be run by the Amalgamated Transit Union? Well, let's ask the presidents of ATU Local 107. That is Eric Tuck, who joins us now on Good Morning Hamilton. Eric, good morning. How are you?
1: good morning rick i'm wonderful how are you
0: i'm fantastic number one i I have to thank you profusely for waking up earlier than normal as you're joining us from calgary so i really appreciate you uh, doing so but why should the lrt be operated publicly
1: so so rick as you know hsr uh, and atu have ran the transit system in this city reliable safe efficient transit for over 150 years um you know we have a gold star brand here that has proven track record Uh, time and time again, of delivering public transit to the city. Uh, When you look at contracting out in the P3 model that has been used by Metrolinks, and I'll point to Ottawa as the perfect example not to do it uh, the way they're doing it, by contracting the operations and maintenance out. Uh, that system has been down more than it's been up, and uh they've missed, uh, in the first three months of this year, 23 days were missed of service. Is that what we want for the city of Hamilton? Uh, and you got to remember, we're on the hook for payments. Um, they, when it's contracted out to a P3 model, uh the city still has to pay, whether that system is up and running or not, they still have to maintain those payments every month. Uh, and it's the local taxpayers that end up paying uh, and losing the service that they, they so rightfully deserve and have been uh, contracted to provide.
0: Let's stay with the Ottawa example because it's the most glaring one that we can use in this case. How would a publicly run system have avoided what they are enduring?
1: Well, it it's, it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to avoid because it's still the same builder. Uh, but the difference is you got the accountability. You got the answers immediately. You can hold those, uh, contractors, subcontractors. You don't have five different hands into the pie. Uh, when we, when they contract out through a P3 model, you usually have, uh, in Ottawa's case, there's four or five contractors who then have each one of them have several, you know, three, four, five Mm -hmm. subcontractors. Uh, there's no accountability. There's no responsibility at the end of the day when things do go wrong. Uh, at least now, you know, if you do it in-house and the city of Hamilton and the taxpayers who are paying the bill, and I remind you, we pay the bill for the operations and maintenance. Yes, Metrolinx and the federal government and provincial government are providing the money to build the system, but at the end of the day, it's the local taxpayers that have to pay for the operations and maintenance. So if we're on the hook for paying why would we go to a private corporation which is going to put profits uh, over people uh, and, and give them our money when they have nowhere near the history and the record that HSR has of providing proper service uh, and accountability day in and day out?
0: Talking about the operation of the LRT with Eric Tuck, president of the Amalgamated Transit Union, Local 107, the group that operates the HSR. Is there, any, is there anything in your current contract that stipulates, uh, listen, the, the, the people who do uh, operate the HSR will also operate the LRT? Is that written somewhere?
1: So so what we have is we have very clear historical language that we've built up in our 125-year history as the union representing transit workers here in the city of Hamilton. We have very clear language that says the conversion of any fixed-route service, and you can't get more fixed-route than putting rails in the ground, any fixed-route service belongs to the Amalgamated Transit Union Local 107 members. <laughs>
0: Now, when it comes to the LRT, there's also a situation in terms of HSR and contract negotiations are ongoing. Where do they stand right now?
1: So, as you know, uh, we've, we've been con- um, in negotiations for, for well, since February we had our first meeting. Uh, we've had about 24 or 25 meetings now. We've still got four more days. Uh, there has been a conciliator brought in. And the employer uh, requested a no board report. Um, so in fact uh, either side could take action after october 25th Uh, we have not set any uh, action at this point we have four more days of negotiations at which point we will report back to our members and uh, we'll see where we go from there but uh, i gotta tell you this has been one of the sticking points uh, ensuring that uh, we protect our historical rights to be the union to deliver uh, the service through the LRT. It's a conversion of the B line. Uh, it, that was made clear from day one that that B line service was being converted to an LRT and we, we, we staked our, our, our ground very early on. Uh, as the transit union that's provided safe, efficient, reliable transit for 150 years, uh, we've developed a Gold Star brand and we should get first bid at that work.
0: Are you optimistic or pessimistic a deal will be reached before any action is taken from either side?
1: So, you know what, uh, this is my fifth round of uh, bargaining as the lead negotiator for the Amalgamated for the, uh, Transit Union. And uh, it, I got to tell you, I'm a little skeptical this time. Uh, the city has not been stepping up. And with everything that my members have been through, through COVID, um, you know, they're going to have to come to the table with a better package than they have.
0: Eric, appreciate the time. And again, waking up super early out in Alberta. Thanks for joining us.
1: Not a problem. Thank you, Rick. It's a pleasure as always.
0: Wake up with the information you need to get the most out of your day. You're listening
1: to Good Morning Hamilton with Rick Zamperin on 900 CHML.